welcome back to, first of all, a podcast uh, and a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, love, and modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang, and I'm so excited to be back with you guys today for our second episode. I am so honored to have my dear friend Ryan Fang here with me. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Or I'm going to call you Fang because that's your name. It's easier. What's up, Fang? What's up? Um, and, and Fang is just an incredible soul, but also just an incredible artist. He is a dancer, photographer, designer, fashionista, <laughs> just creative mind. And, I, and I've been so blessed to become uh, better and better friends with him over the past few months. And he is my guest today. For First of all, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of nice to just come here to do your show just to get complimented in the beginning. Right. It's kind of embarrassing. But I'm hype woman. <laughs> You're super hype woman. I love that. Well, like I wouldn't, I, I invite people that I think are kind of incredible and want to share with the world. Oh, that's awesome. Do you like the setup though? We're like on these mic stands face to face. It's and- super official. Right. It's like super, yeah. <laughs> it's a super official podcast for sure. Awesome. So you've been, and we, I definitely want to get to know you and this kind of will happen through mm-hmm. our feature topic. Actually, sure. since we're still new to the podcast, I wanted to give the audience a little bit of a reminder of the structure. If you're new, welcome. We have a feature topic that we will discuss for roughly half to two thirds of the podcast. And then we'll move on to the IMO segment, this, in my opinion, where we'll take questions from the audience and give our advice, give our two cents on how we would deal with X, Y, or Z. So that is the podcast today. And our featured topic is, I can't roll my tongue. <laughs> it is When Harry Met Sally, Can Men mm-hmm. and Women Be? best friends that is a great topic right yes we we've so a little bit of context on how fang and i met each other we are part of this asian american pacific islander creative community here in los angeles i have been a fan of his work for years i mean you guys have been dancing for years Mm. Uh, fang is actually part of the the dance crew quest crew which has won an emmy won america's best dance crew i've shared many of their videos before i ever met fang and now we're friends and life's amazing (laughs) so um we met through collaboration which is the nonprofit that i run and we had our podcast for collaboration where we started this like talking about everything me and minji can talk for a really long time (laughs) so this is kind of a challenge like this is more of a time limit versus a like you know it's goals yeah it's goals it's goals we'll see yeah um but of course if the conversation is great which i know it will be we'll let it flow oh cool so harry met sally yeah uh first of all Mm -hmm. have you watched the movie yes i've seen the movie it's one of my favorite i it's funny to watch that movie because i always forget what billy crystal looks like young I like know. he's a stud. He's such a stud. He's a stud. Like the open, um, the opening scene of when Harry met Sally when at the university still, and he's got like just the shirt and like the hair. It's like, damn, Would, I forget that you were like a stud in the eighties. Don't you want to like go back and do a photo shoot with him? Look like, down, dude. Look, just yeah. stand there in Washington <laughs> Square Park. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Looks so good. That's so funny. So, and Meg Ryan too, dude. Obviously. Yeah, she's so she's beautiful. Gorgeous. She's just like. This like the blonde hair and the giant 80s hair. It's amazing. (laughs) So I'm glad that you've watched this movie. Actually, I talked about this yesterday with friends, Mm -hmm. how they brush it off as a chick flick with guy friends. And they're like, I haven't watched that. It's a chick flick. I guess. I mean, it's a it's a deep topic disguised as a romantic comedy. Right. So, yeah, that's, you know, but it is a chick flick, I guess, in that way. I mean, in the past. And I feel like that doesn't exist anymore. Now it's just rom-coms. 
romantic comedies yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. hear anybody calling a lot of movies chick flicks anymore. Uh, yeah, we've gotten a little more correct. That's great. Correct no, that. I'm very happy yeah. we've progressed uh, <laughs> as a society. So um, I'm, uh, that's why I love that we can talk about this because you mm-hmm. know what the story is about. And for mm-hmm. those of you who don't know When Harry Met Sally, it is literally a story of Harry and Sally mm-hmm. who meet and actually really hate each other mm-hmm. and uh, become friends and deal with this dynamic of feelings like mm-hmm. do we are we best friends are we mm-hmm. in love are we more and not and i think it's just such a great story that really holds up to mm-hmm. this day yeah no absolutely like the story is timeless because i mean everyone i feel every guy and girl sort of has this conversation at least in the very beginning of any relationship because uh-huh. like okay so minji uh-huh. i have to ask you before we start this okay is, do you have a lot of guy friends i do more so than girlfriends I think it's actually pretty... 50-50? 50-50. Oh, that's interesting. I did have... There was... It went in waves, too. Mm-hmm. I love that you asked that question, because I did have moments where I had more guy friends like that I hung out with and mm-hmm. spent more time with or talked with. Mm-hmm. There was a there were waves of time where I would have more guy interaction, and then I would really miss... Like, I'd question it, and then I'd also miss my females i just feel like what is what is this all about like mm. why don't i have more women in my life it actually kind of bothered me for a second that i didn't have more women friends i'm going to make this assumption uh-huh and i'm going to guess that in your younger years uh-huh. you probably have more guy friends and then in your older years you started having more female friends is that right yeah again it went in waves but right. generally, generally yeah that's funny yeah yeah, for guys, you guys, you always gotta watch out for the girls that have all the guy friends because that's it can. It's what? a double. It's a double edged sword. It can go either way yeah. in those situations. That's what I want to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, we can talk about that. Right. Yeah. So I feel you. So Fang, what's mm-hmm. your take on it? I believe in in short. Uh-huh. I believe in yes that women and men can just be friends. That I have that. I have those relationships, yeah. and I think that that is entirely possible. Right. I be- I believe. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to add another layer to this mm-hmm. because I think the Harry Metzali dynamic is that not only were they friends, they were best friends. They right. spent a lot of time together. Right. And I've dealt with this personally. Have, have you mm-hmm. had like the BFF? Mm-hmm. And um, this has come up a lot because especially recently for some reason, maybe it's because I started talking about this podcast. Right. I was asking people, what are your, what do you want to talk about? I was just mm-hmm. kind of gauging it from my friends. Mm-hmm. That topic came up Several times. Yeah. Of, it's it's a topic everyone has had. Right. Because you either you're either you're sort of one or the other. Right. Like you have a lot of guy friends, or you're a guy with a lot of guy friends, or you're a guy with a lot of girlfriends. And sort of the same thing with girls. It's, I find that dynamic really interesting. The guys, guys that a lot of, a lot of girlfriends mm-hmm. versus guys with guy friends. I I'm one of those people. So we have a we can have a good conversation. Okay. I have a lot of close girlfriends. I have a lot of guy friends. Yeah. But a lot of my like really close girlfriends uh-huh. i mean friends are girls for example um i'm sure this has happened but i was a bridesmaid groomsmaid bride i maid. love that i want that in I my was, life yeah, i, I, I was, was on the i was on the bride side and then that same girl is going to be on my groom side a groomswoman we, we, yeah a groomswoman i we, love it we've already like that's dope. Set it up. Yeah. This is the future. Why? Why we? Why we got to be gender specific? Yeah. I mean, and, you're on the you're on the side that you're closest to. Yeah. Why? You like you're I mean? choosing who stands next to you yeah. as you make this like amazing yeah. commitment. Okay. Mine will be, mine will be mixed. My side will be mixed for sure. That's dope. Yeah. I'm about that life. Okay. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. And so okay on the best friend front though, because mm-hmm. now I think we're in agreement that I think 
men and women can be friends. Mm-hmm. You can have like a closeness and uh, trust and like, you know, camaraderie mm-hmm. and all that. But on the best friend level, I think it gets really tricky. It, it really does. It, yeah. it absolutely does, especially if you have a girl best friend. Oh, in your case, a male best friend at right. the same time having a boyfriend. Right. Then it gets extra tricky. Right. 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 Because it's just, just, yeah. So that's, and so I think like longevity wise, because I think a lot of people have experienced like, okay, I got really close with this person mm-hmm. and then I started dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or we were like best friends, but. I wasn't dating anybody else, but then the dynamic shifts. That's where I think it gets slippery because I say when you have that kind of intimacy or you have that, it's it's beyond just like I like kicking it with you. It's mm-hmm. like attraction builds. Yeah, I mean, not in every. This is yes. again. This isn't like okay. But let's let's set the context of like this is like a lot of heterosexual yeah relationships. Well, it could be. I'm okay. Yes. yes. So it is a. This is a heterosexual discussion, but yeah. it applies. It applies. Yeah. It's sort of how if you're. A male gay person, right. then you have a, a male best friend. It right, somebody equally. that could quote unquote be a threat to sure. potential sure. mate, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah, cool. I well, mean, that's a context in which we're talking about it, but yeah, yes. Um, well, I guess the question raised by the movie, mm-hmm. I think it's to put it simply: is does sex get in the way? Right, right, and right. then because you, at a BFF level, it's. Close. You you reach a level of like knowing a person that's beyond just regular friendship. Okay. Right. So right. so we're talking about not just casual friends. We're talking about like your top five people in your life. Right. That you spend like the most time with. Right. Right. And right. That, like they need a place to crash. They call you. Yeah. 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 Totally. And I think I. This is one of those situations where like there aren't the right words to use because if you use words like sex and attraction. Yeah. People have like these ideas about what this word means, and you automatically put pigeonhole this idea of what it could be, right? Mm-hmm. So, and this is a topic that's wider than this is a word I use that's wider than this topic alone, but it works. Is that like you got to be able to understand like a duality? I love that word, right? Yeah, because just because I want to have sex with somebody or I'm attracted to someone doesn't mean that that's all that it is, right? There's room. For its levels, there's room for other things. Right. Like, I could think you're a great person. I can want to have sex with you, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you because those are different. Those are different needs a person has. Right. And just because, like, I could possibly want to have sex with a person, yeah, doesn't mean that like I'm going to ignore the other great things and only focus on that. Right. Some people will, and that's why they don't have those type of friendships. But if you're right. not the kind of person, if right. you're the type of person that like. Yes, they're attractive, and there's that. There's a little bit of that between us. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we can't have other things in this relationship. Right. Yeah, and and you know what? Let's get real. Like the sex part of it and the attraction part of it is what is able, what is part of the quality that have that lets male and females be better friends than female and female and male and male. That's okay. Yeah, let's talk about that. Why, yeah. why do you say that that allows it to be better? Because a lot, of, I think a lot of people out there might look at that as like the obstacle. Mm. It's kind of like the awkward elephant in the room where you're mm. like, "We, I can't really get close to you because I don't want to hurt your feelings or I right. feel uncomfortable because like I can feel like you're, you're attracted to me and I don't feel it back or mm-hmm. I'm attracted to you and you don't feel it back. Mm-hmm. How do you think that that's, that's fascinating? I've really never heard somebody say that. So elaborate, please. Well, 
I, first, I want to say it's not better. Okay. It's just a different type. Different type. Of relation. You get something out of that relationship versus something out of like your homies that you play ball with on the weekends. Right, right, It's right. a different, right. different thing you need. You need both, yeah. right? So I feel that that little bit of heat and um, need you feel for per- a person helps you helps you prioritize your energy for that person because it makes you want something. But you're so, so conscious, like you're so aware <laughs> and, and well, cause I no keep talking. Okay. So. It's okay. <laughs> no. Um, so what, how I feel is that yes, the potential for getting hurt, getting hurting someone or getting hurt yourself yeah. or like, um, ruining what is, you know, could be a great thing. That is true. Yeah. A big part of it is understanding what it really is versus what you guys are saying it is. Because on the for surface, real. you have to say these things for this relationship to work. Yeah. But you got to know what this is yourself. But, but I think, and again, okay, and so yeah. I running the game mean, because this could happen at different ages mm-hmm. and different maturity levels. You know, again, mm-hmm. this is a very universal topic that's not just happening to you know, kids in high school, Mm -hmm. this is like grown adults, right? Like forever, you're going to deal with this dynamic of Mm -hmm. how uh, am I attracted to this person that I like spending time with, but does that mean I want a relationship with them? What is at risk here? Like, would, would I want to go there? Because I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, I don't want to ruin our friendship. How many times has that theme and that line been, been said and probably will continue to Mm -hmm. be said because you're, everyone's scared of that vulnerability of like, but I like you and I want more. Yeah. But then the other person might not feel it back. Right. But I agree with you. And, and again, I think that shows a lot of um, maybe where we're at as a society. Just mm-hmm. because, again, even even when Harry Met Sally kind of gives you that 1980s, mm-hmm. that was that slice of life from then, which is which is dope. Mm-hmm. And it's still the, the elements of that story are very true now. But at the same time, I think here in 2017, maybe... Hopefully, I'm putting a lot of optimism out there, uh-huh. but I'm hoping that we're a little bit more comfortable dealing with that gray area. Uh, Maybe well, because that movie existed. I don't know. They're like, hey, that's how it is. That conversation. Right. Yeah. Like People can be attracted and it is what it is, but I can talk about it a little bit more comfortably than, say, you know, 30 years ago. Right. And of course, when any movie like this I think there's a couple movies like Just Friends and like Sweet Home Alabama exactly. and like Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits. Like, of course, because they're movies, in the end, they always get together. Yeah. That's just kind of like the way but these see, movies have so to be. Bad. That is That is bad if you're in high school. Yeah. If you're watching these movies <laughs> in high school. No you, judgment if, if you're like 50 and you. I mean, it, no, it's just a lack of experience. Right, A right, lack right. of life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in high school, you don't have enough life, so you watch entertainment to have like sort of a barometer yes, about how things yes. should be, so that completely makes sense. Yeah, what I'm we're saying, gonna yeah. end up together and get married. Yeah, this is this is the one. You know, you marry <laughs> like just high school guys. The girls don't date their best friends in high school. That happens in your later twenties and thirties. Hey, so if you're the best you friend kind of guy, you're just gonna have to you know hold out. But the relationships get better. Nice. That's good in advice. high school. The girls are looking for heat. So just so you know. Girls, um, your best friend probably is in love with you. (laughs) FYI, if you're trying to convince yourself that, like, no, he's just my friend, at some point he was probably like really entertaining the idea of dropping down on one knee and asking you to marry them. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Don't delude yourself, is what I'm saying. In high school, things are a little more like black and white like that. Yeah. I think. But But, yeah. It's still murky. We're we're all figuring it out. For sure. 
um, yeah, but so how I feel is that like, even if there is a sexual intimacy component, yeah, that's what that actually is what allows a guy and a girl to get to a place in other parts of the relationship that's emotionally healthy. If you do understand what it is, because if you don't, if you're super delusional going into it, like you're hoping, just if you're still hoping, yeah, then you're you're done. Like you're oh hey yeah, you just you can't hope for it. A relationship, you just gotta know that. Yes, we might be. Or maybe, for example, let's just use me. If I'm attracted to Sally, uh-huh. but this other part of the relationship is worth way more than just doing that, because I know that me and Sally are going to be terrible in an actual relationship. Right, right, right. Because I'm old enough to understand that. Yeah. Like just being attracted isn't enough for me to want to actually do anything about it. But that attraction is what brings me close. Right. Because it's just being it's just human nature. Right. Yeah, you know I mean you want to get close to people like that. Mm. Yeah. I'm like doing hand motions that no yeah. one can see. And if you're like when you're when, okay, so here's the thing. Here's how you know if you could be friends. If I'm talking to Sally and I'm actually into the conversation, yeah. And then I also think she's attractive, yeah. That works. If I'm talking to Sally, all I can think about is how I'm attracted to Sally, then that's not the one. I'm picturing her naked. Yeah. Then that's not the one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you could actually be friends with. Yeah. And I also think so. And I like for me, what I always said to, and this is kind of like that that phase of the uncomfortable phase of Mm -hmm. growth and maturity is like having the awkward conversation. Because I've had the converse that conversation with with two guy friends of mine. Where and then uh, I had other situations where I found out that they were attracted to me through other people. Yeah, let's talk about this, Minji. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about all the guys that you have sort of led on through no. with friendship strings. No, I did not. Well, see, that was my ignorance, and so this yeah. is my thing. There's different. Oh God, it's different. Okay, I will put it out there first for everyone that it is different for girls. Yeah, it's very different for girls because they're sort of the target versus like. It doesn't, right. doesn't usually work the other way. Right. Yeah. But I also want to acknowledge, and this is the thing, sometimes um, the frame in which I operated in when I was younger, because a lot of times women are, as, as for me, like I was the receiver, the recipient of the pursuit. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the one pursuing, but I was the one being pursued. Right. Um, I, I felt a lot of guilt. And I felt a lot mm. of like I was an asshole if I didn't. Did, did you know? Did you read the signs and ignore them? Or? Sometimes, like I okay. So I've just I've been attracted to boys since I was really young. Uh-huh. So I kind of been honing that instinct since I was in preschool. Just knowing how to get them because I just like I was like, hey David, hey Brian, <laughs> like can you come to my birthday party? <laughs> I have stories, you guys, from when I was literally in second grade. Let's talk about those stories, Minji. I picked up Chris Emai's eraser in first grade, and I almost had a stroke because I was so like excited to give his have a reason to interact with him. <laughs> I was like, "Here's your eraser." <laughs> you already, you already got the like the sneaky way in that young. You know. Yeah, guys, guys at that age ain't that smart. They're like, uh, "I like you." <laughs> can we can we hold hands? Yeah, they just straight up. They don't they don't have like a. Any kind of strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, okay, so I've had several guys who I was not into at all, mm-hmm. like, express interest, like, send me, like, I've, been, I've had, I've had like, just great moments of, like, wow, I didn't know I just, you know, who deserves this, um, starting from a really young age. Mm-hmm. But, like, it also created this, like, really terrible feeling of, like, if I rejected them, I'm the worst person ever. I felt really bad. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a, I think that's a struggle. Again, this is going to be a whole other podcast and we could talk mm-hmm. about this for 10 hours and we, let's do that. But it made me feel really awful and I felt 
it's it's like a duality of I have a lot of responsibility and a lot of power. So well, what's the like, what's the guilt? Like what's the why the guilt? Because I'm hurting them. Because if I if I if I don't reciprocate that, that's like destroying whatever you know because we know what it feels like to like because again like i've received love and i've also been into guys that didn't like me back right and i know how soul crushing that feels right so then to be the girl and to always be pursued and then rejecting just fyi guys it's not fun for girls to like say no i'm not into you Mm. you know you don't don't get power no (laughs) you know you don't you don't call your girlfriends be like i got one well, depends on who you are, how old you are, what stage of life you are. And there, uh-huh. I won't lie. There are parts of my life where I'm like, it gave me a lot of validation. Yeah. It gave me a lot of like, well, damn, you yeah. know, hey, whatever it is, you got it. Yeah. yeah. But like at the same time, it, it was more so about like, I felt like a jerk. And so mm. when I felt that, again, people act in the weirdest ways. In a lot of ways, I've been an intermediary, mm-hmm. a mediator for friends, too. And it's literally like, again, coming from different angles and they don't see the other person's side. Right. And so from the girl side, I'm always like explaining slash a little defensive of like, it doesn't make her happy to not to want to spend time with you, but not reciprocate your feelings. Do you think, at least in your personal situations, is part of the guilt that like is the question, oh, did I lead him on without knowing? That too. All of it. But so so that's that's the question because like. I've definitely been the guy in that situation, but yeah. I've also been the guy, you know, in the other other situation. Yeah. But it's very like, because when you're into somebody, all you're doing is looking for signs. Right. You know what I mean? And then the best friend sign. They held the, their gaze like yeah. a half second longer. She turned her body over when we were talking. <laughs> yeah. That must be, you know. But It's everything. We're, it's a done deal. <laughs> and you know what though? The, the, the really sad and not sad, but complicated part is that when someone is into you, those are the exact same signs. Yeah. Those signs don't differ. It's just a different like intention. Yeah. But it looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why like. Because you're hoping because you're trying to like. Yeah. 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 So I, I would say from the girl's person, from my perspective, I, you know, I definitely had to also take responsibility down the line where, mm-hmm. you know, you, because you want to, it's, it's a place of like, I love this person's presence. I totally did the like, you're my best brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and recognizing like, you can't just, Maybe there are times where you really aren't leading. And that's what I did as an adult. It'd be a lot clearer. Like, look, I, I think you're one of my best friends. I'm not, I had that awkward conversation with somebody oh, where I'm like, that's a hard conversation to but take. We, but we give. overcame it, you know, mm-hmm. and we're still really good friends. But like the other side, yeah, I just kind of dragged it on as long as I could because I really did love our companionship mm-hmm. and like the conversation. But yeah, if the feelings got strong and I wasn't, I'd take responsibility. Like I, I know that yeah. these dudes really hoping for more yeah and i'm kind of and then then it starts feeling bad on my end and then it starts obstructing the friendship so i was just like yeah i've done the asshole thing where i like cut them off or like Mm -hmm. just you know ghosted as a friend yeah yeah. oh i just gotta go kick it with jenny right now bye yeah yeah yeah. i mean and it's it sucks it's yeah it's hard to i think for the guy it's really hard to like not delusion yourself too. I think guys and girls the same. Yeah, like sure. as a human Hope. being, it's hard to not disillusion yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's a hard one. But in those cases, if you guys can go over it, those would probably be the best friendships. Exactly. Because like here's the, here's the thing that I I feel is the thing that comes from those kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. A guy and girl's relationship will always be different than a non sexual component. Right, but what the guys and girl dynamic gives the person is a emotional validation. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. Because when you're talking to like a 
uh, like as a guy talking to a guy and a girl talking to a girl, you get validated, but it's not the same. Right. You know what I mean? A right. guy-girl validation is a very different type of thing. Right. Yes. Like literally my, the, one of my best guy friends, you know, he tells me, he's like, you're beautiful. And mm-hmm. I know he means it, because, mm-hmm. and, and, but he's, and we've gone over that, that rough patch of like not being in the same page. Mm-hmm. But now that we are, you know, I appreciate that. And he's being sincere. He's not expecting anything from mm-hmm. me. I don't feel bad that I'm receiving a compliment from him. And he's just like, you're, when I'm feeling, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like ugly and, <laughs> you know, PMSing or whatever, he's mm-hmm. like, you're beautiful. You're a badass. And I love you. And you're like, I believe in you, blah, blah. And it, it, it means, and I get that from my girlfriends. I get that from even just guy friends too and like support. But it means, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it means a little bit different um, undertone or yeah. like a different level. But I, I think that again, it's a tricky, tricky area. Very tricky. Um, if you can, if you can find your way to get through the discomfort mm-hmm. of just dealing with it, and maybe like, and I've had you know, again, like when that happened, we didn't speak for like six months. Mm. You know, that's we needed time good. apart yeah. to like. He was he was pretty bummed, and mm-hmm. I felt really bad, and it really hurt, and then all that. Yeah, but we needed space and mm-hmm. then he texted me like six months later what's up like how's it been going mm-hmm. i'm like hey and i was super happy <laughs> yeah. and i could feel it like okay we're like we're cool yeah and then you'd like yeah take and, and i will say that it takes a pretty specific personality type for you to even need it right you know what i mean because some people don't need it like harry didn't need it you know <laughs> what i mean right. because when he got it it was a relationship right he doesn't actually need the guy girl friendship right right you know right I mean? so i so, totally get it yeah, man. Okay. Well, you're coming back, and we're gonna talk about like we 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 fed like in this conversation. I feel like we came up with like ten more topics. Yeah, because to I have another, I have one I want to ask, but I don't know if we have time. Go ahead and ask it. My ask question is okay. So in that case, mm-hmm. how do you deal with having a guy best friend that probably is used to like you and still is attracted to you in some at a level? Yeah. That and you might attract be attracted at a level too. Yeah. At the same time, having a boyfriend, like, what is your strategy? <laughs> your coping mechanism. Oh, so I haven't mastered that one. Um, no, I, uh, one of the main things, and I've experienced this on the receiving end too, uh-huh. with my, the boyfriend that I was dating at the time, having a best girlfriend. Right. I think one of the main things for me that I've practiced and that I wanted from my, that boyfriend mm-hmm. was honesty. Okay. Um, uh, not to like go to, I don't want to hear for an hour how beautiful you think XYZ. And I wouldn't spend an hour going like, well, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. James is so da 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 da. By the way, my best friend is not James. I'm just using a plus yeah. name. But um, <laughs> like saying, like, oh, you know, James and I just, we get along. He understands me. You use a lot of guys' names. So any one of these names could be any one of these anybody. guys. It's anybody. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out names. Let's clear that up. But um, it, I wouldn't go there, but I would acknowledge. I wouldn't act like, oh, so and so is not important to mm-hmm. me. Um, and if it ever can, hopefully I would be dating somebody where I could have that conversation mm-hmm. and that might take time to build up to, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, I, one of the things I didn't like was acting like that. She, the, the boyfriend was like, Oh, she's like, she's whatever. She's not even, he would try to like downplay, downplay to make me feel better. But uh-huh. all it did was make me more suspicious. insecure and suspicious and be yeah. like, so what is she really? Yeah. Cause you're not giving a real answer. You're not giving a real answer. I see that you like all her stuff on Facebook. You guys yeah. have all these insights. Like I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that you're all close. So I, what yeah. I, what I try to do is try to just be like, yeah. And introduce that person mm-hmm. to however, acknowledge their coexistence. Let that, the friend know I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. and like, I love him and, you know, like establish that between both of them, mm-hmm. which can be mad awkward. <laughs> but at the same time, that's what creates real trust. Right. 
and I had I've had to do that. And again, we the boyfriend and I ended up breaking up for other reasons, but it wasn't because of that. Mm. But it was an element of like my life. Like I'm sorry, I got these people that are close to me. Did you have to scale back your closeness at all? I think it naturally happened. Mm. I didn't really intentionally do that. It's just because I was spending time with this new boyfriend, and honestly, that friend lives far away, so we would just kind of like text less, right? And you know, convenient. Oh, not convenience, but like just life. Your life changes. Life, yeah, yeah, life changes. So naturally, and so he's still a close friend of mine. He's dating somebody else now, which is great. I'm super mm-hmm. happy for him. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was there was it's it's always awkward. It's never like yeah, this is easy. <laughs> what about you? Um, for me, I mean, it's definitely been a huge because I've had best girlfriends since pretty young ish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So like, it was sort of a problem in many of the relationships. Especially when you're younger, because it's harder to like, you're sort of like in the prime of messing around. So it's like a not conducive to like healthy relationships. Right. But I will say one of the things that helped me was one, introduce that person. You don't have to meet, but introduce that idea of that person into your um, potential girlfriend or girlfriend really early. Yeah. Like don't let it be a surprise that you have close girlfriends. Right, right, right. I mean, that's something that just needs to come out like pretty early yeah. in the conversations. Yeah. And two, I also um, believe in honesty. Like, I I don't talk about them all the time. Right, But exactly. I let them know why this person's important. And right. the hist- and give you like a synopsis of the history kind of thing. So right. they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But it does scale back. And it's just, it's one, it's out of respect. Yeah. Because when you choose to be with a significant other, you're exclusively giving parts of you Physically, obviously, but also emotionally right. to this person, to that person versus sharing that with other people now. Right. And it's, you kind of have to do that. Right. And that's fair. And that's fair yeah. and it's natural. I mm-hmm. think, you know, if it's a good, healthy relationship that you're entering into, yeah. both parties will understand. Yeah. And the best friend will always understand. And this, okay, this does suck for the girlfriends or the boyfriends is that the best friend will always understand the part of you that the current girlfriend will not right but that's only because of time right you know what i mean and and you'll grow with that other person right. in a way that you have not or will not yeah. with the so in the beginnings is a little rough right you know what i mean but that that you overcome that with time totally true yeah <sighs> love thank you <laughs> thank you okay so that wraps up our feature topic and we're going to do a quick uh imo segment cool to answer um a question from our audience and so for today's IMO, this week's IMO, we have a message from Patty. What's up, Patty? What's up, Patty? Love you. Um, Patty's actually the person who came up with the artwork for oh, the, super the, cool. the title on my Patreon. Does she show. always get priority with questions? If she has a question, you get she answered. Does, but she was one of the most passionate about this podcast. So oh. She sent me three. Oh, sick. So um, we're going to address one of them. Okay. And I love this question. Okay, so real quick. Do you believe in the concept of out of your league? Mm. I answer first. Yeah. I no do uh-huh. believe in the um, concept of out of your league, but I think I believe in it for different reasons. Okay. Because out of your league sounds like it should just be about looks and money and like that stuff like that. Right, right, right. But in my experience, it's about where you are as a person. Word. Like if you have the confidence to just own your shit. Yeah. And like... That makes more of a difference right. than the, the superficial thing. But I'm, right. I mean, I'm saying if you're at a bar, yeah, right, and, and <laughs> that's like which looks, is where all meaningful relationships start, obviously. <laughs> but like, 
Of course, then your looks matters a lot more. Right. Your money yeah. matters a lot more in those situations. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. like, if a supermodel is in the bar and there's all these guys around it and you're just like not dressed and you're not, you don't have like that kind of charisma, yeah. then in that specific situation, those things are a little out of touch. Right. So, in those cases, it could be out of your league. Right. But I think that's a very like one dimensional way to look at it. Right. So, I do believe in the such thing as out of your league mm-hmm. because you're just not. At the place in your life where that person is at, you know what I mean. And I love, yeah, yeah. I so to second that and and my spin, I completely agree. There is out of your league, but my I guess my uh, my measuring stick is mm-hmm. different because mm-hmm. there is. Here's the thing too, and honestly, even on a very like so, to, I back up everything you said because I really believe in emotional maturity mm-hmm. and and kind of like life priorities are the leads. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily about those markers. However, on a very like primal basis, the world is very simple in that way. If we like take a million steps back and mm-hmm. we don't like we don't include the self-awareness part, mm-hmm. we are very visual chemical creatures, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a different way that personally, this is another podcast I'm going to talk about, but like beautiful people, mm-hmm. people who are more like collectively, objectively attractive, you know, empirically, empirically good looking uh-huh. with the symmetrical faces yeah. and whatever. Right. Um, they, they live a different life. They do. They live a they different life. They so different life. I think that's all these different elements about us, like our educational background or mm-hmm. work experience, our uh, income level, whatever, our lifestyle preferences. Mm-hmm. Like you can make a lot of money, but you don't want to live a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. All those things kind of put us in different leagues or categories. Yeah, That's the part where I think, you know, we, we have people who are out of our league because we just we don't inhabit all the leagues <laughs> well you know like this is oh this is i have two things okay two things two things first thing um then this could be a whole other topic but it's a very balanced yin and yang thing like you see really gorgeous people dating really ugly people mm-hmm. and that's because they have that level of attractiveness in another area right like say is it some money say it's influence say it whatever right. but it's just about levels yeah you know i mean people are looking for different things so i mean that's a whole other topic yeah but i, w- I do want to say the um i feel like out of your league and out of my league is a very nice guy thing to say yeah and i want to address that because <laughs> because a <laughs> lot of the you, guy please, girl please do a lot of the guy girl um friendship type things yeah. it's usually like the guy he's so nice and then the nice guy is like oh i'm being so nice how come we're not together she just talks about how she wants a nice guy and i'm a nice guy and, uh, <laughs> why why yeah, why yeah yeah so i feel like and that's like a personal experience too i like i think a lot of guys have gone through it at one point or another yeah but i will say that like if you're a nice guy and you're wondering why she's not dating you because you're nice then i have to say being nice is the easiest thing to do yeah it's the level one top like bottom tier thing that you can do it's foundational it's foundational if if you're and if you're the girl is worth your time then she probably has a lot of guys being nice so after being nice after everyone it's like when you're applying for a job everyone has a bachelor's degree now what else do you got do you have special skills right do you have anything else to offer right like what are you providing of value to her and even if you're not good looking, like, can you, I mean, do you play the guitar? Do you sing? Can do you, you hold a conversation? Can you hold a, are you interesting? Yeah. Did you read? Like, do you have interest? Yeah. Are you good at taking, are you good at being an Instagram husband? Can you do that? <laughs> Lots of girls are looking for that. 
Fan, you got that nailed. Be a photographer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Know, like you got the you got the quarter. At least at least <laughs> at least be good with the iPhone seven. You know, at least have this. <laughs> at least have the mode. iPhone seven plus. Yeah. You know what I mean. So just like so that how what I'm saying is that like being nice, it's really easy. Yeah, it takes minimal extra effort. Right. So you gotta be nice and then some. Right. Because and you're wondering why why they go out with the assholes because the assholes have and then some on lock. They have a lot of and then sums. You know what I mean? So it, they also got to work on the niceness sometimes. But like, yeah, yeah, they definitely do. But the reason why they don't they don't work on it as much is because they don't have to. Right. A Depending guy, a, on the person who's attracted to them. Right. I mean, it depends on what kind of girl they're going for, too. Right. But that's why. So if you're looking for like the answer, that's the answer. Right. Being nice is easy. Word. Yeah. You got to do other stuff. And also for the for the women, like I've I've gotten a big kick out of being out of someone's league. Like that used to give me a really like somebody said that to me and I at the time like really it really honestly gave me like a pep in my step but honestly now that i personally i look at how people interact differently Mm -hmm. and i don't abide by that that frame of mind anymore really i'm just like i'm not looking for someone like out of my i want someone in my league i want someone like in my space who like (laughs) who thinks and who you know feels and like questions stuff and like Mm -hmm. kind of has interest in politics or whatever in art and music like Mm -hmm. That's my league. I want someone right. in my league. So I I don't I don't know. It's a, it's a different frame of mind and I get I get the construct and uh I do believe that it exists but I I guess I look at it very differently. And if we're going by these like superficial markers, just be aware that and own that that you are. If that's what, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you want somebody who has a certain income level and certain lifestyle and looks a certain way because that's what's going to bring you true happiness, mm-hmm. do you. Hey, like, but you know what? Instead of working on getting them, work on yourself. Exactly. But then, if that's what you want, then yeah. be in that league that you want. Yeah, to, like, work on yourself. That's, or do you. Yeah, the, no amount of wanting is going to get you that girl. For real. Yeah. Or a guy. Or a guy. Or being that girl. Yeah. You know? Okay, so I uh, love it. So much good stuff here. That's the end of our IMO segment. That is the end of our second episode of First of All. Yay. We had some wisdom shared here in this last what, half hour. Um, Fang, where can people find you? Uh, look for me on Instagram at JustFang, J-U-S-T-F-E-N-G. That's where I go through all my stuff. Get so. ready for some visual candy, you guys, because <laughs> he's a beauty. You're like, and your Insta stories are fun, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Thanks. They're well, just when you're editing, myself. When you're editing, it's just the timestamp. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but then when you're doing like shoots, it's dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great storyteller. Um, and then you guys can find us every week. Uh, we are on iTunes. We are on Radio Public, which is if you are not an iPhone possessor and you're on android that's where you can find this podcast please do leave uh, a positive rating review if you if you feel compelled to do so it does help us get uh more eyeballs on this and we want to keep the conversation growing and yeah we will see you next week thanks fang thank you for having me this is the best (laughs) see you later Thank you for joining us this week on First of All. I am your host, Minji Chang. And this week's First of All was produced by Marv Nguyen. Our guest was Fang. And our theme song was provided by Clara. And don't forget to check out um, our Patreon page. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support and become a patron and get access to Patreon-specific perks and content that will be shared only there on that platform, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast to support. Thanks so much. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at first of all pod.